Welcome to Come and Reason with Christian psychiatrist and author Dr. Tim Jennings. Together we will reason through complex issues to find evidence-based answers that harmonize scripture, science, and our life experiences. I'm your Come and Reason host, Charles Mills. It's right there in the Bible, Matthew 18:3, and he, Jesus, said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Well, how do we do that? What's it mean to become like little children? Dr. Jennings is here via Skype to enlighten us. Dr. Jennings, what do we need to know? Well, you know, I was at a facility called Gentlebrook in Hartville, Ohio, some months back. It's a not-for-profit organization that provides home health care, senior memory care, as well as vocational for the developmentally disabled. And while I was there, they have a, uh, for the developmentally disabled, Down syndrome, people coming in working in crafts and things. It's a great facility. Mm -hmm. And when I walked into the facility, the Down syndrome people just smiled, waved. Many came up to had to give me a hug. And as I was talking to the uh, pastor that uh, organizes and works there, I said to him, you know, if the Sanhedrin would have been made up of Down syndrome people and they brought Jesus in before him, they would have all given him a group hug instead of condemned him. Yes, yes. And the pastor said, you're exactly right. Amen. That's exactly right. It made me think of this passage, except you become like little children. And what does it mean to become like little children? It doesn't mean we become like little children in naivety or in inability to process information. It becomes like little children in the way we love each other. And you see, when little children or the Down syndrome people see somebody, they see somebody to love. They don't see somebody to hate. They don't see somebody that's a threat. They don't see somebody that they have to stone. They see somebody to love, to have relationship with, to get to know. That's how little children are. And that's how I think God is saying, except you become like little children who, when you see people, see people that are part of the family. It doesn't matter what their problems are. That's a person, part of the family. Let's love them. What happens to us? I mean, we, we start out as little children and we're loving. What happens to us that aren't with Down syndrome? And what happens to the people with Down syndrome that makes the difference? One of the things that I think makes the difference that makes it impairing for people to love, there's two big ones here. And what little kids don't have. Little kids remain, in a sense, in their own world, innocent. Hmm. They don't carry around with them guilt and shame and self-loathing and self-disgust because they've perpetrated evil on others. And because they're innocent in their hearts and the mistakes of childhood get reconciled with mommy and daddy very quickly, so they walk around without carrying this sense of self-loathing and, and guilt. Where adults start at a certain age, start when they make mistakes, they hide it, they lie about it, they begin putting the social mask on, they don't tell people, they start collecting inside themselves a whole laundry list of bad stuff that either they've done or, or have happened to them, and this makes them like themselves less, and that gets projected out on others, and they see others with qualities that they dislike. And they then start carving society up into groups that are safe and unsafe groups. That's one side of the coin. The other side of the coin is when children come along, many, many children, sadly in our world, 
get mistreated, get abused, get traumatized. And those traumas teach them that people can't be trusted, that people are threats. And so they grow up hypervigilant, seeing threats, even when they meet somebody who's not a threat because they've been abused in the past. It's just a matter of time. If my mommy abused me, or my daddy abused me, this nice teacher over here, it's just a matter of time. They'll abuse me too. So, so they have a hard time loving people because they're so filled with fear. The first issue is our own misdeeds as we grow older cause us to see ourselves as guilty, as unworthy, uh, filled with shame. And, and instead of processing that and finding a pure heart, we instead project that out and seek to destroy that evil in other people we projected it on. Okay. So we don't we don't seek to love people. We seek to punish those people that we have invested with the same stuff that we don't like in ourselves. That's called projection. Okay. That's the one group. The other group is the people who have been exploited, abused, taken advantage of. Right. They've been traumatized. They're trauma victims, and therefore they don't trust others because trust has been broken for them. Their father, their grandfather, their uncle, their pastor, their priest, somebody's exploited them as a child, and they have serious trust issues because they've been legitimately taken advantage of, and they are filled with fear, and they're filled with self-protection because they're hypervigilant for the next threat, and that fear is in the way of their ability to actually get to know people and love people. You know, when I look at this Matthew 18, 3 quote, it says, unless you become like little children, apparently there's a process that we can go through to return ourselves to that more pure and loving mind state. So I love the fact that you brought that up. That's excellent because that's exactly right. We start out as real physiological children mm -hmm. and then through our own life experiences, either having trauma or evil perpetrated upon us that cause us to distrust and be filled with fear and therefore have barriers to loving or through our own misdeeds that we stain our own hearts and therefore we see other people with those same stains. Either side of that coin causes this problem. And so then the Lord says, become, unless you become like little children. Well, what is that path? How do we become like little children? We have to, one, go through that valley of the shadow of death that the Bible talks about, that place of repentance, not that place of confession, not that place, but at the place of heart change, the place where we come in a relationship with God, where we're born again and receive a new heart and right spirit so that the old is gone and a new is come. And we experience again, purity of heart, not purity of historic record, which is the penal legal fraud, the historic record of our lives. David in the Bible throughout all eternity will historically be a murderer and adulterer. He didn't get a new historic record. What he got was a new heart and right spirit. And so God promises us a new heart and right spirit that we die to the old way. We get new motives. And then with that new heart and right spirit, we have such a peace. We have a joy. We don't have to live under the guilt and shame of the old self anymore because it's no longer I that live, but Christ lives in me. And in that relationship with Christ, then we get to go about living that life of purity and we get to start seeing others with new eyes, number one. Mm -hmm. And then number two, in that life, we start experiencing the love of God for us. And this is a person we can trust. We see Jesus who in his life journey, what he's historically done, what he's achieved in our behalf. We may not trust our neighbor next door, human, but we then can really trust Jesus. And we start putting our trust in God and Jesus, opening our heart, experiencing his love for us. And guess what the Bible says? When we actually experience that love. It casts out fear. fear. And we begin taking steps to love others. 
not because they necessarily are lovable, mm-hmm. but because God has loved us. And then as we love others, one of God's design law, the more you give, the more you receive. receive. So as you love others, you actually in your brain exercise circuits of love. And as those circuits of love are exercised, they will go stronger. Just like if you practice a musical instrument, you get better because the brain circuits that are playing that instrument grow stronger. And as your love circuits grow stronger, the way your brain is wired, it actually sends calming signals down to your fear circuits and you actually experience less fear over time. But the focus of this is not on others. The focus of this Keep our eyes fixed on Christ. As you keep your eyes fixed on Christ, you experience an infinite being who knows you to the depths of your soul and loves you. Oh, I really like the fact that you just said that those love circuits grow stronger with time and exercise. Sometimes we tend to get discouraged, Dr. Jennings, when we try to love Christ-like. We try to do what you say, and it's hard, and the reward doesn't seem to be very much there, and we're just sort of struggling. But to know that it's going to get stronger and better is good. And let me intervene on this, Charles, because I do want to say to all those who've been wounded, you really can't go out and be effective in loving other people until you've healed some of your wounds Mm. or most of them. Mm. You know, if you wanted to be a person who is going to help your family unload a car, but you've got a broken leg, you can't do that until you heal the leg. And so we really can't effectively love others while we're still hemorrhaging emotional raw wounds. And so part of the process in coming to God is experiencing a trustworthy God, and then in that relationship with him, working through our anger, working through our resentment, working through our hurt, forgiving those who have harmed us, etc., so that we heal. And then as we're healing through God's grace and love, it enables us to be in a position to choose to act in love towards others. Mm, Well, Dr. Jennings, you've given us some guidelines here, and I guess what I'm looking for is give us a motivation of why it's worth the effort, because sometimes not loving other people and not becoming like little children is easier. It seems safer. Why should we do it? Well, I guess it depends on what kind of person you want to be. It's not about the other people. The choices that you make are always about you. What kind of person do you want to be? Do you want to be a person like the ones who hurt you? Because if you choose to take the path of resentment, anger, unloving, hardness of heart, you become like the people who were hard-hearted to you. Is that who you want to be like? It is not about the other person deserving your love. It's really, are you wanting to be a person who over time becomes like Christ. And as you become like Christ, there's real joy in life. You can experience a new heart and right spirit and really find peace and healing, but not if we choose to hold on to those things that cause us to stay resentful or bitter or angry. Mm. And I'm assuming, and you, you do make it clear, of course, I'm assuming that there is divine help for this process, and it's there for the asking, would you, would you say? Of course. In fact, you can't do this on your own. Mm. This is not possible. Uh, uh, you can't change your heart. We talked about the process of becoming right. like little children. Right. It's being reborn. That's the work of the Holy Spirit in the heart. You have to cooperate and open, but that whole transformation of the heart, regeneration of the heart, is supernatural work happening in the heart of the one who trusts the Lord. 
Dr. Jennings, you have a website. I'd like to spend a moment talking about that because a lot of people listening to this program say, where can I learn more? If someone goes to comeandreason.com, what are they going to find there that they need to know? Well, I would tell them to start if they go. There's a link right at the top. It says, start here if you're new to Come and Reason Ministries. <laughs> and if you start there, it's going to just take you through several articles that will get you a framework of understanding how reality works, how God built the universe to work, what happened. And then with that framework, you can then go all over our, our website and access the resources. And there's resources on uh, relationships and marriage. There's resources on how your brain works. There's resources on, on healthy living. There's resources on how to heal your mind and so many other. And there's lectures and there's videos and there's Bible studies and there's the online remedy, New Testament paraphrase accessible and so many other things. And I also especially like the books on aging. And those of you who are listening, listener, who may be moving up there in years, God has inspired my friend Tim Jennings here to write books about how we can protect our brains, how we can protect our, our spirits as we move into those later years. And we can keep that love going. We can keep that spark of respect and service to other people going with God's help. And how that is done is very, very clearly outlaid in many of the books that Dr. Jennings makes. Well, you know, one of, and one of the things that uh, as you love other people, it actually slows the aging process, wow. reduces your risk of dementia, keeps you out of nursing homes. And, and the people who do that, uh, the multiple studies show, have better health as they age than people who don't love others. That is excellent news. Thank you very much for that. Comeandreason.com. Very simple is the website. Comeandreason.com. Dr. Jennings, always a pleasure to have you here with us, sharing your words of wisdom. Thank you so much. Thank you, Charles. And until next time, this is Charles Mills, along with Dr. Tim Jennings, wishing you God's presence in your life. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for spending time with us today. To continue the journey, I urge you to visit comeandreason.com. Here you'll find many excellent resources to help you gain a deeper understanding of the God we all love and serve. That's at comeandreason.com. This is Charles Mills, along with Dr. Tim Jennings, inviting you to join us the next time we come and reason together. <music>